Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Mayfair Theater Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Mel. I'm Josh. Uh, we, we are doing this back-to-back. Uh, if you listen to our last podcast, what was that, 48, 7? 47, I guess. 47. So this oh. should be 40, seconds This should ago, yes. be episode 48. We, uh, we've done this a couple times. We're, we're doing this back-to-back uh, just so we can kind of keep our streak alive. Uh, kind of what a lot of podcast pros recommend is like, you know, keep going, keep having a weekly schedule. That's how you build audience mm-hmm. and everything. So instead of taking a, a leap week while I go to visit New York City next week, uh, we're just going to do a back-to-back episode. And uh, uh, right before we rolled, Andrew was like, what are we going to talk about? And I said, well, I find usually we we struggle to get back on topic. Yeah. So yeah. whenever we do these episodes, we just stay off topic <laughs> for 45 minutes and then tell people that if you're smart enough to listen to this podcast, you're smart enough to go look at our online schedule. So just do that this week and you'll see what things... Because right now we don't know some of the films starting the week of the 18th. We know a few. The Room. Or not, no. No, The Room. Room, <laughs> room not The Room. Yes. So that'll be the 18th. That's funny because even on on Facebook today, two or three people started making jokes about Room, The Room. I'm disappointed that it's not playing the same day as the okay, but really though I think yeah. we'll be able to put the posters up at the same time yeah because one will be we, we should have the we'll just put the room on coming like, soon showing right? now the very last yeah. poster case on the right but I wanted the marquee to say yeah nine yeah. o'clock room eleven o'clock the room you could do that really quickly take a picture <laughs> take it down man it's gonna be it is interesting though because even in the grand scheme of the universe, most people don't know what the room is. Even though it's this cult yeah. phenomena, um, like any cult band, cult comic book, cult TV show, there's a reason it's cult. It's only a few people are super fans of it. So even at that, though, I find it interesting that a larger studio would call a movie Room because anybody who's a film critic... Well, it was or, a book first. Or was a book first. So did, w- did the book predate 2003? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like old ladies have been being like, "Yes." Oh, this is must be a sweet movie based on that great book I read for a long time. Oh my god, <laughs> it's funny. It, the titles of films are interesting. Well, there's two crashes, right? There's and there's a uh, weird sex crash, yep. and then there's a multicultural racism, yeah. multicultural racism, racism crash. Yeah, and and that's I still don't know the answer to that question of. I know, like, for example, like, you can't, you can copyright a brand name of a food, but you can't copyright food. So that's... You can't? No. So you, you could, you could make an Oreo, you could make an Andrew... Copyright Brussels sprouts. Yeah, like, like, you could make... I bet you Donald Trump would want to do do that. Probably. He's probably... Is that what Monsanto is doing? Maybe. I don't know know how things really work, Well, because, like, that's why you could walk into a... A, a grocery store, any any brand grocery store in, in North America or possibly the world, and buy a Oreo cookie or a local no-name brand. Yeah, there's or, like PC versions of yeah. all these things, right? And it's because their excuses, mm-hmm. they say... And sometimes those are better. Yeah. Often. And, and, and <laughs> they, they say, well, we have slightly different ingredients, so we're a different food. And that's why... We use piece, uh, no-name butter. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, I'm often. always I'm always surprised that we so- use whatever's available at shoppers. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's our which cereal. is often often lately no name butter, and it's our cereal rule for when we do cartoon parties. Whatever's <laughs> on sale, that's that's what we try to get because cereal is inexplicably horribly expensive yeah. all the time. But 
So you can't copyright a food. That's why McDonald's, Burger King, Harvey's all have hamburgers, but they just have different brand names like the Big Mac or the Whopper. And movies, I'm always confused by that, that you can have two movies called Crash from different distributors, different people. And if you look online, anything with a slightly simple title, you will see like a bracket with a Roman numeral, like five behind it. Like if you're looking on IMDb, especially if it's something just like a person's name. Like, yeah. like if, you, if there's a movie called, I, I think even the, um, anytime it's a person's name, you will see in 1972 there was one, in 1987 there was one. So you, I, I thought Hollywood would just kind of wrap that it's up. It's strange that they can't have the same name as actors, but movies can. That is true. That is just, weird. You can have however many Friday the 13th. Yeah, we well, were just talking about that I guess because. They have different part names, but. Who was that? Somebody, a movie we were screening had an actor like that. Um, and it's a weird. Oh, you know what it was? It was Mel and I talking about the Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh, Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be home for Christmas? That's how yeah. this came up. Because uh, Gwen Cause and why I. Why is he Taylor? Yeah, because Gwen and I and, and uh, um, Mayfair Theater alum Julia were here watching Home Alone. And so we were talking about kind of that era of Christmas film and how Macaulay Culkin walked away from Hollywood, as did Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and he had a Christmas film as well. And the reason he's Jonathan Taylor Thomas, this is fascinating. <laughs> well, is, there's so many of those actors with three first names. Yeah. Any ladies listening to this, also yeah, just like, look up his photo. Yeah. It will not kill your childhood crush. No, yeah. Is because somewhere before the career of young Jonathan Taylor Thomas was somebody else named Jonathan Thomas. And even if not famous, you just gotta think how many people are, are signed up into the acting unions. So there's some guy yeah. who, who maybe is just doing like... Well, that's, that's why Michael Keaton is Michael Keaton. Yeah. His, re his real name is Michael Douglas. Yeah, and there was already one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Julianne Moore, I know because I saw her talking about it on a talk show. Uh, if I remember correctly, she has a, her name is actually some, something very simple like Julianne Smith. And of course, there was already, and, and even if it's like a 95-year-old actor in a retirement home in Hollywood, they still have that name. You can't take it. So how how is it like? Once you die, it's okay. Yes, or once you once you die, you, you can die. take it back. Oh, geez. So when Michael Douglas dies, <laughs> Michael Keaton can take his name back. Oh my God, back. do you think he will? That would be hilarious. Michael Douglas? No, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Could you imagine if all of a sudden he was like, well, I'm Michael Douglas? Yeah, now. if Michael Douglas died, because Michael Douglas is what, like 20 years older than Michael Keaton, maybe. So if he, maybe not even that much, 15 years older? Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas, yeah. <laughs> this is very well, yeah, confusing. Oh, he would be. <laughs> so if because Michael, he, I mean, he, he started doing movies like 10 yeah. years before. So not to, not to bear ill will on Michael Douglas, but if he dies before Michael Keaton, will Michael Keaton reclaim his name? And, and become, Kurt Douglas is still alive, by the way. That's true. He's so, like 100 years old. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. And I was saying to Mel, imagine if it was like that in every profession where there was another person with your name working at a theater in like Texas and you're like nope you got to change your name I have to go by my middle name or something <laughs> yeah or you got to you got to use initials or thank god his name isn't Bill Cosby <laughs> oh that's yeah. isn't that's awkward who is it Tom Cruise sounds like a fake name but that's actually his name I think if I'm if I'm remembering right. uh yeah it is it sounds like the worst 80s like it's it's stage namey but it's actually his real yeah, name it sounds like his parents went out of his way to name him Tom Cruise something yeah or no he had I think I want my kid's name to sound like a race car and it's even with 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 filmmakers because we have the two Paul oh, no, maybe Andersons. He, did, he did have a different last name and they changed it in a Hollywood style I don't know because the, so there's the Paul Andersons, 
which I think is hilarious because there, there couldn't be two more different filmmakers. So you got the guy who did Magnolia and Boogie Nights and the guy who did the Resident Evil franchise, <laughs> and they have the same name. And so one is P.T. Anderson and one is Paul Thomas. And how do they do it? And there's a porn star named Paul Thomas. Well, that's confusing. Is his last name also Anderson or his last name is Thomas? It's just Paul Thomas. And I mean... I'm guessing that's his real name because yeah. you wouldn't make your porn name Paul Thomas. It's kind of a boring name. Yeah, I thought you had to have something. Unless, yeah, unless, probably that, make it something more unless, like unless Paul is his middle name and Thomas is the street he grew up on. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> unless you're following a Buzzfeed quiz. Yeah, I couldn't do that uh, because my first street was um, it, it was uh, RR. So it was like my address was oh. RR four. Um, uh, like rural, Shawville, Quebec, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that doesn't work at no. all for me. I can't, I can't do that because it. Well, Shawinigan, Shawinigan, that'd be a good porn name. Yeah, porn last name. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Shawinigan, Shawing. That sounds like something out of like a Mike Myers sketch. It doesn't sound real, yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, that uh, sort of reminded me, oddly enough. You know, when you're in like grade school your, like, excursions during school. Yeah, field trips. Uh, like, your field trips sort of have to be, like, educational to an extent, right? Except for, like, the end-of-the-year thing where you, like... Yeah, like, even when you go to the pool, it's got to be educational. I guess. You're, like, learning to swim. I don't yeah. know. They, like, they, they're supposed to sort of, like, find a way to make it educational. Yeah. Um, in grade seven, we went to see a movie at what used to be the Mayfair Orleans, and it was... Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. How the fuck is what? this educational at all? <laughs> well, well, you learned about, not, no, you learn about uh, the, the 60s, swing in 60s, I it's, guess. It's Canadian content. You learn about circular beds that turn. How old are you in grade 7? You're 6, 7, 8, 12? I was like are 12, you 12? 12, 13, yeah. That doesn't seem appropriate no, at all. It, you, know. <laughs> you learn about obesity. I mean, like, Austin like Powers isn't chest hair. Yeah. X-rated, but it's at least kind of... It was uncomfortable. Some swear words and inappropriate humor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I went to see The Matrix Reloaded as a field trip, a tech class field trip. Oh, wow. But my tech teacher was like the worst, li- the most laziest teacher. So you brought, I didn't get to go to You know what I did movies. in tech class? I sat, it was those, those classes where you're at a computer right. the whole time. Mm-hmm. All I did in that class was watch uh, uh, trailers off of Apple.com. That's all I did in that class. And I somehow was passed. That learning how to use the internet, quote unquote. Yeah, but I never, honestly, I. It's one of those classes. There's at least one of these classes when you go to high school yes. where all you have to do is show up, yeah. and you'll pass. Because yeah. you have a dead inside teacher who has. I was um, going to say, yeah, the teacher doesn't really know the subject matter. What, what's no, the, no, and he was like, he was the worst, and he's like, I'll take you to see the new Matrix movie. What's the word when you can't find a teacher? Oh, I don't have to do anything. Tenure. Tenure? Tenure? I don't know. High school unions? students get that? Unions? Unions? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But there's sometimes, there's, there's movies about this where it's like a lot of amazing great teachers who inspire and you get choked up thinking about them. But then there's always that one who you're like, wow, you, you're. How did you stay on yeah. for so long? <laughs> yeah. And I, it's funny that I didn't even think of this, that you talk about communications class. So when I was in school in, in the dark ages, and I see communication classes now, and it's pretty awesome because you what what you can do with your like cell phone and laptop is is much different than what I was stuck with when I was in high school, and we there was every opportunity where we we did a couple of interesting things like we would do a little um, a radio ad or do a stop motion claymation thing, but for the most part it was like a dead inside teacher 
sitting blankly at his desk and we would just write the lamest excuses for pop culture, like movie, movie reviews, you know, get bonus points for, for writing about a, a, a theatrical related book or something like that. So we would just watch a movie and write like a little movie review and that was it. And yeah, and yeah like that, that doesn't seem right. We, we should have been learning way more things. Yeah. But, but I never got the field trip. I never got a field trip to go see a movie during school. Well, it's just like, I don't know how that was educational. And also, we were in grade seven. Did I don't you, know. Wouldn't your parent have to, like, sign off on that and yeah, give you I 10 bucks? Yeah, I think so, but I don't like, think they said, like, this is the movie that we're going to yeah. see. I think it was like, we're going to pick the movie that we're going to see on this day. And they m- let us pick between two movies, neither of which was educational. No. It was like The Spy Who Shagged Me versus, like, I don't even know, like Dr. Yeah. Doolittle or something Yeah, stupid? yeah, yeah. Well, that that would be kind of education. It has, has the word doctor in it. Yeah, it would be so much better if they if it was like one of those cases where it's a movie where on the surface you're not quite sure if it's like X-rated or adult. Like 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 uh, what do you, uh, blue is the warmest color? Oh, it's acclaimed. It's based off a graphic novel. Well, that's a very educational. That's though. very educational. Very educational. I always love stories of of people getting brought to movies or kids watching movies innocently where the, 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 the person thinks you're about to watch something that isn't filled with either sex or violence or whatever, and then the kid is either scarred for life or just has their eyes covered up or runs from the theater. Whoa. That sort of makes me think of my story about Tank Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my parents. We often got recommendations from my uncle who was like buddies with the video guy in the small town that we grew up in. Yeah. And he would get the movies on Friday even though the release date was on Tuesday. And one Friday, he told my parents, like, you guys should rent Tank Girl. It's out uh, this week. Christy, our former manager, is a big fan of that movie. I fucking love it. It's I've awesome. never seen it. I can lend it to you. Um, but it gets to a certain scene in the movie, and my parents were like, bah, uh, uh, She's, like, cutting holes in her stockings because she thinks her boyfriend is coming up behind her, but it's a bad guy. Yeah. And my parents just, like, turned it off. And I completely forgot what the title of the movie was and spent, like, the next ten years uh, hopelessly searching. I'm pretty sure... I asked my mom to confirm this, but my mom was really good. We just rented movies all the time. I, I saw, like, Alien when I was way too young to see it and stuff like that. But I think You're one never night, too young to see never it. Never too young. <laughs> and, and I lived in the, you know, dis, despite uh, VHS being bad quality and illogical, I lived in the VHS era. So you'd, you'd go to a video store on a Friday night or a Saturday night, and it was nuts. Like, it was just nothing on the shelves. Like, the yeah. amount of money that a video store used to make back in the day must have been extraordinary. Mm. And, and even though they've been gone for a few years now, if people who had like a, a family kind of chain franchise save their money correctly, I, I just imagined it could be an amazing nest day. Because like you used to go to, to, whether it be like around like um, the holidays or a Friday night, and I remember working at a video store on a Friday night and just nothing was left. So like every video store. So my mom rented Risky Business. And I'm pretty sure maybe... Another movie you're never too young never to see. Never too young to see. And I'm pretty sure she just thought it was like kind of a Ferris Bueller, you know, because you see the oh, yeah. ad and it's, 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 it's you know, Cruz kind of doing the underwear thing and singing a song and it's kind of funny and, 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 but it ends up to be, have some quite racy scenes yeah. in it. And so I think, I haven't seen the movie forever, but it gets to a certain point halfway through, a quarter way through, and then there's a sex scene. And I remember like the cliche of like, like a hand going over my eyes <laughs> and like a fast forward of the VHS tape. That's so funny. Because I was like, you know, nine or eight or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that, I can't imagine like a parent now with what is on the internet or I just can't, like, you're just going to be like, okay, kid, you're going to see a lot of things. 
If you see anything horrible. It's almost better to just explain just, things yeah. to the kid as yeah. appropriately as you can. Yeah, just say you, and what I find too, like genuinely 100%, like not even joking, like every once in a while you type in loaf of bread. Oh my God. And you see something horrible. And like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And so if you type in like uh, a 14-year-old boy a handful of years ago would try to find a Playboy magazine. And it almost had kind of like a standby me like like old innocence timey to innocence to it. There's always that story of you know the the um, that area of the playground where there's like a uh, someone finds a ripped up yes, copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we when when we were kids, we thought we'd see like the Sears catalog and think it was porn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. underwear oh my section. Goodness. The underwear section was so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It was like, why do they put this in a in a catalog? Was sort of what I thought when I was a kid. Yeah, and and there's was it. Was it Harmontown? It's one of the podcasts I listened to religiously. They were on talking about the legend of the porn found in the woods. And if you were a kid pre-internet, like in the 80s, 70s, you'd be hanging around, bicycling, you know, playing with your hoop and stick, whatever. Playing stick ball. Yeah. And somebody would say, I found something in the woods, or I found something in a garbage can. Because somebody moved older sibling or and yeah. threw out a box of stuff, or some some wife found something and threw it out of their husbands. And, and I remember stories like that of kids finding stuff in the woods. So now you don't need to find stuff in the woods because it's all there. You don't need to watch really weird scrambly channels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I had a black box growing up, by the way. Yeah, that's... I can, I can say this now because... Are you out of the... It's uh, the statute of limitations. (laughs) Yeah, statute of... Well, they'd arrest my dad. They wouldn't arrest me. Yeah. But oh, you know, the, like, like, did you guys have the illegal cable hookup? I, I did we not. We had a bajillion channels for some reason. We had like just the, luck of the Disney draw. Channel. Yeah. I don't know. There, there was. Yeah. That, but do you remember that it was like that box, that black, either a black box or like this. And it was creepy, basically yeah, like, homemade <laughs> uh, brown box that like decoded the uh, pay channels. Where did you even get those um, before the internet? So I learned about we sex a at a very like young that. age because of that, that yeah. brown box. Yeah. Black box. But it's like, I, I don't understand how anyone did anything before the internet, but how, we're just like... The black box. That was the, that was, yeah. honestly, that was, see, I'm old enough to remember before the internet. Yeah. Like, am I, do, are we millennials? Josh wouldn't be a millennial. No. No, we're I, Like, how, how old are you? 86. How? I'm an 86er. Okay, so what, what year? Millennials are, like, after, after us. After 86? Yeah. Yeah, I'm always confused because I, at one point I thought millennial meant you were born in 2000. But I think it just means maybe you, you came of age. I think we're around. generation. I think it's Generation Y. Because if I remember correctly, I was born in eighty five. Generation X is like the Friends. So we're talking yeah. like mid nineties kind of reality thing. bites. So I'm a bit younger than that. So I'm whatever came after Generation X. So if so I'm you're Generation y. y, and I think I'm Y too. And then there's like, like what age is your generation name? It's so confusing. Oh, they, they, no, there's actual there's designated. Like um, baby boomers. Like if you were born between 60 and right, 75. Right, I get that. Yeah. Baby boomers. So yeah. like, what the fuck? So if you're born in the <laughs> 80s, what the fuck are you? You're nothing. You have. I think we're Generation Y. Generation Y? Because when I Someone read about millennials... I see my siblings, personally. I don't see myself. I see stupid kids. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it, it, <laughs> the, the, the thing that got... Especially Generation X... I feel... Well, I, I should say I feel old. Yeah, yeah. Generation X seemed to get 
a ton of pop culture because you got yeah. you got reality bites, you got you know all that. So because well, it was after the me decade, yeah. So you can point at that and be like, Janine Garofalo in 1995 at the age of yeah, 28, she's like in her mid 40s Generation now. X, yeah. And I always hear people like anytime I'm like, somebody the other day we were t- my friend and I were talking about an actor and was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're 45. And I'm like, yeah, because we've known them for 25 years, and they used to be 20, and now they're 45. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. But it, it's like nowadays, stuff like that. Like there, there was no greater joy than moving into. I remember it happened when um, it was when I was a kid because I was still like living at home with my mom, so it was like kind of like college era kind of thing. So like an older kid, but um, plugging in the TV and the the joy and wonder that cable had not been disconnected. And you just sit there. Well, they had free, hoping. Remember when they had free, like the movie network or first choice? Yeah. They'd have free weekends. Yeah. And you'd like tape them on VHS. And then when the comedy network started, I don't know why we're talking about TV. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back uh, on When track. the comedy network started, they did the, the free um, three months. Yes. And then after that, not enough people subscribed. So they're like, we're going to give you another free three months. Yeah. But I had the black box growing up. So I had, you know, I get to watch free cable movies. movies. Yeah. And that was like my internet, really, because it was either that or the, the Sears catalog. <laughs> well, well, you, you look at the, the comparison I've of... I've read my mom's Daniel Steele books. Man, so, like, I, I didn't realize how crazy some of those were oh, God. until she... I were those like the Fifty Shades of Grey of, of their time? Oh, yeah. Or were they, were they as explicit or were they a little bit less? They were as explicit, but like we're talking very simple, milky white thighs. Yeah, a little bit more yeah, soap, well, gran- soap Wouldn't grandmothers be reading those books? Yeah. 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 But she was on like Letterman years ago, and I, I didn't know what her books were. And she was reading excerpts from it. Oh, God. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like... I was a voracious reader, and I eventually, like, graduated to my parents' books yeah. without their knowledge, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so I ended up, like, reading, and that's that's that was my introduction, and it was sort of like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> Man. But, uh, yeah. I so, think that's why we're so well-adjusted, because we weren't raised on the internet. Well, it, it's, it's interesting. Well, we've sort of were, but, yeah. I think it's totally different, like. Well, kids now, like, 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 babies Yahoo are. Yahoo chat room? Oh, don't never look at a chat room. Never. <laughs> never. Well, but do you remember that? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Did you see or, like being on MSN after school? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, but it's just going to get faster, right? Like it's yeah. like what we're we're on the verge of virtual. Well, kids, virtual kids reality. now are like babies are being handed Baby iPads. Tablets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was, that's really creepy to me. My my, my friends. They're the new pacifiers. I was having yeah. a conversation with my roommate the other day. Sorry to interrupt. No, but no. He was like, kids these days like don't have the choice whether or not they're going to be on the internet. Mm-hmm. No. Like parents put photos of their kids online all the time so like you get to 13 or whatever whatever age you're like allowed to be on Facebook yeah and you I don't s- have that choice for yourself anymore probably because your parents have already put photos of you online oh yeah I saw this great commercial again we're talking about TV but yeah it's this really funny commercial where uh, this little cute little girl she's like three years old or four years old she goes up to her mom there's all these photos of her sister on the wall she's like mommy how come there's no photos of me on the wall she's like well honey you were born after, and all your photos are tagged on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and the little daughter's like, okay. Yeah. So then she walks down the hallway, and there's these three delicate vases, and she just starts knocking them <laughs> on the floor. Amazing. 
It's, yeah, Amazing. We're, we're in science fiction. Like we're yeah. in, and and but but the crazy thing is, twenty years from now, we're gonna look back at this and be like, wow, we didn't even have working hologram rooms and stuff. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Like it's just happening so fast. But uh, but speaking of before the internet, to try to get slightly on track of a of a Mayfair related <laughs> subject, yeah. um, I, I went in and uh, had had coffee with a a, a former Mayfair employee. Um, if I remember correctly, he worked here from, from 80 to 92. Yeah. Or You're talking about one of the, like the old general managers? Yeah, his name's yeah. Keith. Yeah. And we started chatting because he's writing a comic book. I had written a comic book, and I'm writing some more. And he was like, oh, do you mind if we have coffee sometime and just talk about that kind of stuff? I was like, yeah, sure. So we chatted about that for a while. And in, in chatting, we were talking about the Mayfair good old days because I was like, wow, that's like a whole different era. Yeah. So he had, yeah. he had two stories that I hadn't heard before that that he confirms as truth that that one of which is pretty funny and one blew my mind. So first one, these we have six mirrors. If you're in the theater, uh, on the, the the main walls, way up high in the walls. way up high in the walls, and they're part of the original like 1930s uh, decor. Mm-hmm. So he said when he started working here, it was right when like people were st- like we still had like ashtrays in here and people were smoking, and just imagine a world where if where were the ashtrays? Like I want. Photos. I'm I pretty want sure to be the, inside his yeah. brain and see what he saw. That's, I'm pretty sure the ashtrays were where the the cup holders are now. So everybody just had an ashtray. Everyone had an ashtray. What the fuck did you do with your cup? No, like, you had you really had, you had to smoke. <laughs> no, no, no have drink. to smoke. No yeah. drinking. I, I think I can picture those ashtrays. Yeah, and so he said, if you were up here, say I always sit in the balcony. So if you were sitting in the balcony. And, well, and that they, wasn't that the designated smoking area. Oh, is that what it was? Maybe. Or so, could you just smoke anywhere? Well, but they, like a lot of people say it was the designated smoking area, but I think that. But was, it like, didn't matter. Sort of yeah. tradition in some places. Well, if you look at the back wall here, yeah. you can kind of see residue, I guess, yeah. from all the the smoke. Okay. Well, also up. everywhere though. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so he was saying they. You were, won't get cancer coming. You won't. To see a you'll movie be fine. Day. You're fine. They were cleaning up sometime, I guess, in the '80s after you you weren't allowed to smoke in here anymore. And he, they were up, like, painting the walls or doing something. And he kind of started cleaning the, the decor of these, these mirrors. He didn't know they were mirrors because there was so much gunk Ew. on them that he thought they were just, like, blank canvases that, that, that were just there to put um, paint, a painting Ew. in or something. So he takes his cloth and rubs it and realizes there's a mirror underneath it. So that's how much horrible Ew. smoke gunk was in here <laughs> that they thought those mirrors were just a display as, have those mirrors, you. have you and Anna ever tried to clean those mirrors? No. We need like a... That'd be dangerous. Yeah. It's like if you breathe you, on them, they might crack. You just need like a I rag mean, on like, a stick. Yeah. We need we need a super extendy stick. Yeah. Extendy, a super extendy swiffer. Yeah. Well, he said too. So so the the they don't have lights in them now because we have lights elsewhere, but there's there's two circles that have lights in them up in the oh, balcony. Yeah. You can totally tell there's light bulbs in there. So, I've mentioned that before, but again, we need a super extendy stick, yeah. and I don't know where the but on and, off switch is. And I just think they would make the theater really bright. Like, you, like, I mean, this is really dim bulbs, but he said they had basically a they long... They were on all the time? Yeah, they had a long stick with a claw, yeah. and you'd put the light bulb in it, which it just seems like, I hope you're wearing safety goggles, because it's just, oh, you know, shattered we glass We had to do that when I was at Rito, and the technique Ugh. was literally, like... You're unscrewing the thing, unscrewing the thing, unscrewing the thing. Okay, it feels loose. Run away. Yeah. <laughs> Let it break and clean it up after. That's just, oh man. So that's so there were lights up there. So his story was, back in the day, the Mayfair was a porn theater, 
at the same time. It was time. only was for he about a year. Was oh. there when it was a porn really? theater? He was, he, no, no. He was working here, uh, like, right after that. But he said for a brief period of time, it was a porn theater. So he was here right after that, I believe. So he said, um, but at the same time, and for a few years afterwards, I, I believe the Mather was a porn theater, stopped. But for, for more years than that, Targ was a strip club. Yeah. So it just blows my mind. Like, anybody who knows this old Ottawa South neighborhood... To think that... It used to be so sketchy. That once upon a time, with, like, lovely Euclid Street behind, beside us with these big, nice houses, and there's, like, a school right near to us, and these lovely old Ottawa South houses with backyards and porches, that there was a strip club and a porn theater. <laughs> well, wasn't, wasn't this neighborhood... I mean, isn't it kind of like what um, Westboro used to be? Like, didn't Westboro used to be kind of sketchy so, before yes. they kind of... Westboro, Hintonburg. Yeah. This yeah. Is like, this used to be the South Keys. Once upon a time, you could... Well, yeah, South Keys is still kind of sketchy. Mm -hmm. South, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the, I mean. But the Glebe is now, you know, right. I think, gentrified I think like or whatever. The sketchy kept... I think this happens everywhere. The sketchy keeps getting pushed out, right? Yeah, so, so now it's Barhaven. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if, 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 you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this, you're, you're probably from Ottawa, but if you're out of town, you look on a map, like old Ottawa, south in Ottawa, was... I think once upon a time, kind of the end of the tracks, and then and then past Billings Bridge was was trees in suburbia, yeah. uh, or farmhouses. Also, I think like pre amalgamation things yes. were like different too. Yeah, sketchy zones existed within each different zone. <laughs> yeah, and now we're like yeah. Does that well, make well, sense? That, well, that I mean, with with the amalgamation, you no longer had to say uh, your mailing address didn't have to be Sketchyville, Ontario. Yeah. You yeah. can just say Ottawa. So he <laughs> truth. So I, I, I hope this story is true. Okay, But yes. he said, um, marquee out front, yeah. a truck driving over the canal, heading this way, is about to hit a stop sign or red light. I don't know if it was stop, a light there at the time. The truck driver... Okay, uh, yes. Is this pre, like, flat marquee? No, this is, this is uh, the, the, the marquee, the big, big, fancy, fancy, fancy neon fancy. giant marquee. So he was here for the dismantling of that? Uh, no, I think this is just before his time. Yeah, okay. when did that marquee come down? Well, during when there was porn, because as legend has it, and, yes. and I hope I hope it's true, truck driver driving, looking at porn movie theater posters as slowing down to, for a stop sign or red light. He looks... At Sunnyside? Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's going to be stopping at Sunnyside, coming over the bridge, stopping at Sunnyside. Looking at porn posters, drives up onto the sidewalk, hits the marquee, and breaks it. Are you fucking kidding me? I've never heard this story before. Are you fucking But he swears me? it's true. Wow. And then the marquee got dislodged enough. Like it didn't, what? It didn't got dislodged enough that to repair it would cost whatever. The city came in at that point and went, oh, it's a bylaw and this and that. And that's where the marquee went. If anyone has confirmation on this, please tell me. But Keith says that's what the, the story. What would you do if that happened when you were working? So, I would shit my pants. Yeah, no, I had heard a story... I don't know if this is the same story. Okay. Of um, I found like an old box office magazine, an old trade magazine. Yeah. That covered all the theaters in North America. There'd right. be like little, there'd be information about like this theater in the U.S. and then they'd cover Canada. Yeah. And there'd be a little Mayfair section, and they they did a little story about how somebody crashed their car into oh my the God. into the well. There you go. The uh, front doors. So what I want to do now is I want to try to cross reference this because. If this happened, the auto citizen had to come out and take a picture mm -hmm. of a truck hit into a marquee of a movie theater. <laughs> so, 
with, there with, were, with if a there truck were any driver. good journalists at the yeah. time. With, with a truck driver with, a, with an embarrassing erection. <laughs> yeah. But so supposedly that's, and then because it got broken. It I wonder like if it was my dad. My dad <laughs> drove, drove tractor trailer in those days. Oh my God. If that happened. Could you imagine that he's not told you this whole time? You, you know, well, like, I wouldn't, oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's just, like, so embarrassed. You'd be like, oh, Andy's working there now. I can't tell him that story. You, you know how when people get onto the backs of like a, um, a prequel film and go, oh, that's so un- unrealistic that Obi-Wan and Anakin met because in this sci-fi universe it's oh, so God. big. We could be like, oh, it's so unrealistic that Andrew's yeah. dad broke the marquee. <laughs> I don't think he'd do that, though. He was probably too good of a driver to be. Yeah. He passed the... the Porn poster test. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, like the that last should test be, on that it. should be a truck driver's test. Like because they're you know like back in the day. Yeah, they'd show porn on movies at drive-ins, and you know, truck drivers yeah. driving yeah. on the highway, they'd be seeing that stuff. Oh my god, I've never thought like there porn yeah. theaters at drive-ins. I think so. And and truck drivers, you know, they'd be yeah. seeing There's you know, still the like images. I mean, there are movies that play at drive-ins that oh, have yeah. sex scenes in them, regardless. Well, I rem- yeah, I do remember. However explicit they may be. Like I was, I was a really little kid, and there was the Renfrew Drive-in, which has been extinct for forever. Um, again, man, I should look see if anyone has pictures online. But it was a lovely drive-in, had a little playground yard, and I saw a real a bunch of stuff there, like. Um, like some Star Trek stuff, uh, Flash Gordon, all those kind of, like, uh, uh, Star Wars, all that kind of stuff. But, so that, if I remember correctly, was a single drive-in. But then the airport drive-in that was here in town, in what is now kind of that South Keys area, had two. And I remember a couple times going to it and, you know, watching whatever we're watching, watching E.T. or something. And then I would, like, look over my shoulder, and it was, like, like a crazy, brutal, violent scene in, in, in... platoon or robocop and being like oh and being like a sissy four-year-old kid enough to be like i don't want to look at that i don't (laughs) want to look at that but man like imagine like there must have been complaints of like if the drive-in screen was in view of any kind of suburban home and there's like a real porn movie playing and like grandma has to like draw the blinds to be like don't look out the window don't look out the window yeah yeah that's amazing That's, that's 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 crazy doc but yeah, so now As I, if that's what happened. I'm fascinated by this now. Where did it go? Well, they and then just took they, it down and they took it down and and like I was saying, so a couple years ago, Gwen and I were in Vegas, and whole other story, but uh, Gwen got food poisoned. Oh yeah. So she she was at the hotel room in bed, saying saying I'm fine, I'm gonna lay here and sleep, go out and do things. So I went out to the um, the what do they call it? The the neon they call it the neon graveyard, but it's the neon museum. Mm. So Vegas is very guilty of not caring about the past. Like they're, they're just, they blow up buildings, they, you know. And neon signs, like they're 20 feet tall. So it's like, if you have a movie prop or a, a, a book or a pair of shoes that are, are culturally important, you can kind of put them in a museum. But this neon graveyard is this, this parking lot filled with this cool stuff. So I imagine if, if the Mayfair sign got knocked over, a, 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 a flatbed truck came and got it, brought it to a scrapyard and squished it, I imagine. And like, there's a slim chance that there's some big auto body graveyard on the outside of town where there's still like an M or something, but I imagine it's, it's squished and, or pulled apart God. for scrap. Yeah. Like, I don't know how these things work, but if it's made out of whatever it's made of, they could something good. Yeah. pull the scrap and use it to build other things, you know? But I, I, you know, there's a slim chance, but I can't imagine it still exists. Um, as a actual thing. I think it'd be a lot of fun to have a day where we, like, 
gather everybody's Mayfair memories somehow. Yeah. Like, I, I keep on meeting to, like... I don't even know how to start that, you know? We, well, we can put up, like, a Twitter or a Twitter... Yeah. Tweet. I've said <laughs> a couple or of a times... Facebook post. Like, if, if, Asking if, people to give submit? us their stories. You what know? I even thought is, is somebody was saying... Might have just been one of us, like like former projectionist Nick or somebody like that, has a whole bunch of old uh, flyers, old monthly calendars, mm-hmm. which I like myself being such a collector, I'm like, man, why didn't I keep those? But I didn't even think of it. I just kind of, it was on the fridge for a month and then got rid of it. But I thought, you know, th- there's a point of, especially here at the Mayfair, we have so many like movie posters and stuff that we're always trying to get rid of. We don't want more stuff, but I thought it'd be fun to take that and at least scan them, kind of make like a digital archive. Yeah, it'd be really cool to have something. And and because I haven't we seen have much. We have nowhere to screen to to screen to store stuff. No, like we yeah. have enough, and we we have our own little stack of old flyers that's in the office. Yeah, but anything that's kind but. of like scannable. So if people had old, you know, newspaper clippings or or photos, or, I'm sure there must be something. Because I'm always there must surprised. Be some stash somewhere. You know, like you, you type in, you know, uh, you know Charlie Brown Christmas into the internet, and it's like, bam, eight million photos mm-hmm. behind the scenes, who worked on it, whatever. But you type in Mayfair Theater, uh, you get a ton of stuff because we've had so much online presence in the past six or seven years. But, but it's all recent. But you, the only handful of photos that we have found are up in our slideshow, yeah. so yep. it's like three. Mm-hmm. But um, there's always stories. Everybody always has a story. Yeah. You know? There's yeah. an old man who one time left us his phone number and his email because he said he's 90. And yeah. He we said still he have was here that for the opening. We do. Yeah. Okay. We got to get in touch with him. Yeah. And he was saying, and I, I forget their names already, but the former owners were a, were a couple and they were the, the, the Robertsons, the Robertsons mm-hmm. or Robinsons, Robertsons. And so I was telling the story of somebody telling a story of um, telling him the story of somebody telling me that. Kids would come here, like, something straight out of, like, a Little Rascals episode where it would be, like... And at the time, it was, like, what was it, like, 600 seats? Yeah. So, so it would be, and like... Change. It would be, like, 600 kids. He said, like, these places would get... Pa- this is before his time. Yeah. Packed. And it is Mrs. Robertson who would go around, like, a school marm and yell at kids and keep them in line. I do that still. So she was, like, yeah... <laughs> So Only then, you're doing it to like 30 year olds yeah. with your cell phone. So yeah. if, if you ever get hit in the knuckles with a ruler from Mel, it's because <laughs> you're on your cell phone. Um, but that's a fascinating view yeah. of. And you would think every once in a while there must have been, you know, like a, 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 a Christmas thing here or a special event here where the, the newspaper, the Auto Citizen, or somebody would come in and take pictures of something like that. And. But I would love to see a photo of 600 kids in here screaming while they're watching, like, an old Lone Ranger serial or something like that. Yeah. Um, and even, like, newspaper clippings. I keep on meaning to maybe either... Because you can go to... You can go to the, the Library and Archives Canada and go through... Well, the there's a Google, um, uh, a Google section, a section on Google of um, old... I don't know how to talk. <laughs> He's drunk. Uh, That's not coffee. That I'm drunk drinking. on coffee. There's All something the in my coffee. Yeah. Um, there's a, a digital archive on Google where you can look at old Ottawa Citizen oh, clippings. Oh, and I've and you, and you can find, I mean, I haven't seen any Mayfair photos, but you yes. can find old Mayfair ads, which aren't, unfortunately, not as big as some of, like, like, right. the, like an ad for, like, um, the Somerset yes. showing a big movie. Yeah. But uh, you'll see ads for porno double features. Yeah. Because, yeah. and see, that would be fun if, if, say, again, like you said, like, it'd probably be smaller ads, but on the off chance that we found an old ad for um, It's a Wonderful Life, 
or, or mm -hmm. Miracle on 34th Street, mm -hmm. to put that up on the slideshow, and that, that's super fun. Well, that's, well for our um, double bill of The Exorcist and The Shining this Halloween for the yeah. newsletter, yeah. I went into Google and I just looked up, like, double bill Exorcist The Shining. So yeah. it wasn't an ad for our movie theater right. by any means. Right. But I switched it up a little bit to make it look like it was. Yeah. And it worked out really well. It looked kind of cool. And yeah. so, like, for stuff like that, it's, it'd well, be a lot of fun. I, I've meant to do this, and I've researched a bit, and it was harder than I thought. Because I think we get very spoiled where we think we just put anything into the internet oh, yeah. and it comes up. But we were playing, when we did the Back to the Future trilogy last time, I thought it would be fun to track down... And I don't know mm. when radio ads kind of stopped. I know the radio still exists, but it's so... <laughs> but like, no one listens, no one to, listens it to it except for, like, construction workers. Yeah, but back in the yeah. day when, like, I remember, like, say, like, th those wonderfully kind of cheesy ads for, like, you know, Jaws coming soon. If we could find the radio ad... I thought they'd just be on YouTube, right? So I typed in, like, radio ad Back to the Future, mm. radio ad It's a Wonderful Life, that kind of thing. I tried doing that, too, and I couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, I couldn't find it. All nothing. you can find is some, you know, some ad that someone made off the internet. Yeah. Like, like they made their own, the way people make their own trailers and they look horrible. Right. So I thought it would be great to find the radio ad and then put it in our slideshow, but as like, you know, it would be video technically, but put it in the, the slideshow of just, just a still frame of either like a lobby card or the poster and, and, and Nick has offered to do this or, or I could do this. Our of, projections of, are pretty cool. Yeah. Of put it, putting in a little banner that says coming to the Mayfair on December, whatever. But that'd be great. But I, I had a difficult time finding it and and uh so maybe if i looked in like radio forums or maybe like there's like the same way that like everything has a forum whether it's like a ship in a bottle forum or a converse shoe forum you know maybe well, you, there's a radio forum you can find there's a youtube channel where there's old canadian tv clips like old oh, canadian yeah. commercials yeah so there'll, there'll be an ad for like um I don't know, there was like a TV spot for the movie Used Cars, and at the end it'll say, like, now playing at Canadian Odeon Cinemas. Yeah. So you can find stuff like that on the internet. There was one. I was here um, to, to see the... I forget what it was. It was a few years ago. It was on film, and it was maybe something like Black Christmas or something like that, but we were, we were screening on film, and it started up, and lo and behold, there was a bunch of, of, of ads on it, but not even, like, trailers, but, like... Oh, like hi, like, I'm Jim. Come to my butcher store. That's and so happened a few times. I've never for seen like that. Yeah, the Saturday Night Cinema. I think yeah. sometimes there would just be like random, and like Renfrew ads. Yeah, and like, I was what? really I didn't see what, yeah. yeah, I didn't see this. Like, what, one was a Christmas movie. I know. Ads. What? Yeah, and, and on film, on film, on dealerships. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, on thirty-five millimeter film, and I was completely naive that there was a to the fact that there was a business to selling film ad space. But then if you space. think about it, it's like, it used to be what, like newsreels, exactly, cartoons, yeah. presumably there's some shit in between. Yeah, then. and one, I, I, don't, I don't know if we stole it, to be honest, or is it, it went back to whoever owned that film print. Lee might remember, because he was so excited. I'll ask him. Projection is Matt also. Yeah. He loved those and would often just be like, I'm going to put a bunch of ads yeah. in front of the thing. And there was one that was just, like, wonderfully horrible. And if I remember correctly, was something like a, like a grocery store or a butcher. And it was just a guy with, like, that, like the horrible little title card. And it was like, come down to my shop on this Renfrew Street. Blah, super, blah, blah. super, super. Yeah. And there, and there was, like, five or six of them. Why didn't I see oh, these? They were beautiful. They were I, was, I was not working this time. Yeah, they were beautiful. No, I was working them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Why was, wasn't I here watching them? <laughs> we'll ask Marcus, see if we had them hiding around somewhere. But, but, man, can you imagine if we still... We should do that now. I used to say, like, 
House of Tard would do that. Oh, make make like a 1970s style horrible. Well, they did for their uh, their pinball tournament. Yeah, but they should make just a general one for sure. Yeah, and then and even if we just kind of screened it in front of like appropriate kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, there, there was a seemingly much more of a market for local advertising back in like the 70s, where where, where like the local grocery store would do that. But oh, they're beautiful, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of this stuff is on the old YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> on the old YouTube. On the old YouTubes. <laughs> Probably some of it. You know who'd be good for well that kind of stuff. Um, Maybe not so much on film, but yeah. Will, our old projectionist from Orleans, oh, is yeah. like huge into beta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has like a collection. collections of old ads, yeah. Well, even like Ottawa, Ottawa ads? Local area ads. That's sort of, uh, yeah, he looks for tapes from this area and like. Well, and, yeah. and a few years, a couple years ago, three or four years ago, I was on one of my. Um, Roller derby road trip with all my roller derby girlfriends, and uh, like the, the, all twenty, of, all 20 them. of them, me and me and me and twenty girls in a car, me and twenty girls me in a hotel room. <laughs> this is before man. That that was that was the story of, of them. It was a lovely story, but them grilling me for information oh, yeah. on this girl I'm dating, and I was like, yeah, because this isn't an imposing idea at all of all of you guys, you know. But we went to Rochester. And I was chatting with one of the, the Rochester Derby girls, and I said, um, is, is Janie Grocery still in existence? Oh, wow. And she whiplashed, like I, like I blew her mind. And she said, how do you know about Janie Grocery? And I said, well, in Ottawa, the handful of cable channels I had the when local, I was a kid. The closest NBC affiliate, I believe, is the Rochester. It was Rochester. So on Saturday mornings, I guess it was the cheapest advertising, and especially in like, and it, it's crazy how early you would get up for Saturday morning. So I would get up at six in the morning and watch, they'd show the old stuff first. So it would be like Jetsons, Top Cat, um, you know, Flintstones would be in those early slots. Yeah. And then a bit later, you would get the stuff you, you, you the, the half hour commercials. You, for, you get yeah. the Transformers and the G.I. Joes and stuff like that. But it blew her mind that I remembered it. I said, not only do I remember it, I remember like the tone of the guy's voice. I remember that it was, uh, on Reynolds Street, you know, and, and she said, unfortunately, the store went away. It doesn't exist anymore, but there's something about advertising like that. And so, but that was the... It's like, a, I'll never forget Tom Dewar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dewar's From Audio? Dewar's, Dewar's Audio. Audio. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that place still around? I think Bleecker is still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see these ads in front. Even uh, one of the ads in front was for a, um, um, not even a cigarette company, but a lighter company. And I remember the tag on it was... Um, uh, will set your world on fire? It was, but it was smoking prohibited in oh. the lobby. And, and oh. can you imagine playing an ad here that said, oh yeah, it's okay to smoke in the lobby. It just seems so alternate universe now that, that any of that was allowed. And that it was like a, a goofy, fun, two little talking lighters ad going, hey kids, go smoke in the lobby. Oh my God. I and, can't know. And now it's like, what, you get an, uh, an R rating if you have smoking in a movie, practically, I think, or PG-14, anyhow. It'd be the worst to have to pick up everybody's cigarette butt. Oh, I didn't oh. think about that. Imagine, you got angry picking and up a, 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 a turkey oh <laughs> or a, yeah. a microwave dinner. But, yeah, imagine... Oh, a hungry man. Hungry off, man's yeah. dinner. Hungry man dinner. Imagine if this, even... Okay, say even if only the balcony was allowed to smoke, but imagine a theater of our type where you could just smoke wherever, back no. in the day, back in the 40s. And just there being like 500 ashtrays. Just, oh, horrible. Yeah, it's so weird. And that's part of your job is emptying those out at the end of the night. Yeah. And I bet you like the screen would get all horrible. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Ah, the good old days. I'm going to go for a smoke now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, man. See, we did it. I told you we could do it. I was gonna, I, was, I just looked at the clock to see how far we got along in our podcast, and, and we're, good. we're at about the length of our podcast. So yeah. um, what I will say is just off the top of my head is that uh, if you're listening to this before the 18th, a couple of the movies we do know are coming are kind of the Christmas-type ones. We have uh, Check Our Schedule for Elf, Miracle on 34th Street, and Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our listings always go up on Monday for the following Friday to Thursday. So that'll be up on the website as well. Because even though it's that kind of pre-Christmas era, we'll probably have a, a normal movie in there as well, besides for yeah. the Christmas stuff. But we're Probably just... something that's good to know, too, is that we're going to have matinees throughout the holiday season. Yes. With, so, with some well, kids stuff. The holiday season for the next two weeks. Yes. Basically. <laughs> and, and even though it's not Christmassy, I notice a poster we have in our lobby is Goosebumps, which I really want to see. I'm really excited <laughs> so, for it. I don't care. <laughs> so I hope, I hope we have that over the kind of matinee holiday season as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. I'll uh, hopefully have some fun New York stories mm-hmm. when I get back. I got mugged. <laughs> oh, the hipsters. I got mugged by a hipster. In Brooklyn. Oh, God. That'd be he embarrassing. took my sandwich. I bought a $100 artisan sandwich, and he took it. Uh, Cool. So we'll see you next time. See you later. Okay, bye. Bye.